And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 139. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked a whole night through. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ed. Hey, good morning, Bob. You know what, no matter where it is or what time it is, it's always going to be a good morning. If you're listening to the Ed and Bob Show. <laughs> hey, folks, I'm Bob. He's Ed Brantley. Hey, Ed Brantley, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, have been busy, you know, and uh, it's been hot. What's better, good or well? You know, that's a. Uh, I think what you do is I switch them up so people, whichever one, half the time I'm getting it right. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're well, you're well, and you're not ill. Yeah. If if you're uh, good, uh, you just maybe good. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, That's right. Uh, but uh, everything else, everything at the Brantley House, everything's good. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's summertime, so a lot of traveling and a lot not me, but for the rest of them there is a lot of traveling, a lot of things, a lot of guests coming in. It's all good. It's all good. Here we are working toward the end of July, and um, I know that um, I, I, we haven't seen each other in a while. We got to get together and do dinner or lunch or something. Go down and have a little Mexicano. We can do that. We can okay. do that. How's your hi, How's your hip? My hip's much better, thank you. It's it's not completely well, but I promised Linda when she came back within a week that I would be walking. Without a cane. Ooh. Oh, how about that? Yeah. yeah, tall order. Yeah, I'm even crawling. <laughs> but anyway, well, we're glad everybody's here for number one thirty-nine of the Ed and Bob Show, and uh, we're going to get into some news. Uh, you got okay, something boss. for us? Yeah, you know the fourth wave of COVID nineteen is here. The fourth. We'll yeah, this is a fourth wave. Will wow. we escape the, the fate of wow. Europe? And it's, but it's too soon to know. Yeah. But there, uh, the last two weeks suggest the United States has entered the fourth wave of the pandemic. No one knows what the next month or two will bring. But the example of the United Kingdom suggests that the infection rate could get quite high, while hospitalizations and deaths stay relatively low. You know why? Why's that? Because so many people have been inoculated. She, so people may get <clears throat> ill, but it'll be the ones that did, did not get inoculated, correct? Right. Since the majority of our population is now immune, it's unlikely we're going to return to the massive nationwide waves we saw back in January. Wasn't well, the number like 65% of the U.S. has been um, Yeah, had, had at least one. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think, you know, we talked, did we talk about it before? Or did I just talk to somebody else about this? That, um, you know, Kids are not getting vaccinated for the most no, part. But, and that's that's the deal here. Yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, in the state of Tennessee, it's even a bigger deal. But, yeah. you know, there's 60 out of the 460,000 people in Knox County where Ed and I uh, spent most of our lives, 60,000 of them are kids. So, yeah. I mean, that's a good chunk. If you compare, put that across the nation, you know, if kids are... Um, not that they're immune to this, but they do very well with bouncing back should they get sick. Um, I, I don't, I, maybe I, I'm crazy, but I think what you just said, though, is that um, uh, for the most part, uh, we'll fare well. People may get sick, but the, it's not going to be some huge numbers like before. No, not, 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 not a lot of nursing home deaths and all that stuff. 
Right. So uh, also we'll go stay in Europe here. Flooding in West Germany and Belgium has killed at least 125 people and hundreds Whoa. more missing and thousands are homeless. Flooding from I'm, rivers. I've never been to Germany, but I know there are a lot of rivers. Um, you may have been there. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, but you, I know when I went to... Um, uh, I went to Italy and France. Uh, it seemed like there's always a lot of bridges around the main cities and stuff, but maybe the same way in Germany then. Yeah, I was in Germany last year. So some parts of Western Europe received up to two months of rainfall in the space of two days. Oh, my God. Woo! Oh, my God. <laughs> what was that Johnny Cash song? Uh, 12, feet rise, uh, 12 feet high and rising or something yeah. like that? Oh my and God! Bob, listen to yep. this. Okay. Lindsey Graham declares a big win after Notre Dame announces on-campus Chick-fil-A despite a pushback. <laughs> I love he it. Said, he says, "Well done to all the patriots at Notre Dame who stood up for Chick-fil-A against all the council culture." There you go. So they're going to put a restaurant there. Yeah, um, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's, I think it opens this fall. That's pretty well, good. That's, Kids will protest anything, Ed. You know that, right? Yeah. Have you been to Notre Dame? I have never been there. Yeah. Never. I um, went to a wedding there, and my yeah. wife's phone went off just as the <laughs> we were on oh. the second row oh, in the chapel, oh, in the main gosh. chapel of Notre Dame, and my wife's phone went off right when they, they were doing their vows. Oh no! Wow! And everybody turned around and looked. Well, at Notre Dame is a beautiful campus. It's a great place, and the people are very, very nice. And so, well, I did see Rudy, so I've I've seen what the campus yeah. looks like. It, I mean, it's a classic place, kind of like USC or uh, or one of those places up in Boston. I guess uh, Yale yeah. or you know Harvard, one of those places. No question about it. What well, else you got? A, here's a tip. He says he says always remember to order the number one with a Coke Zero. You can't go wrong. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, oh, here I've got a good one here. The squad member, Corey Bush, she's yeah. from Oklahoma, you know, the defund the police advocate. Yeah. Well, she, she recently spent $70,000 on private security. <laughs> so How's that, baby? <laughs> she defunded the police and funded her own police. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That's she's brilliant. from Missouri, yeah. That's she's, brilliant. She's an idiot. Give me a break. Yeah, hey, Ed, to, yeah. you know, it's it's July 23rd here um, the next day, and it's National Hot Dog Day. Right? You like hot yeah. dogs, don't you? Oh, I love them. At the ballpark, especially. I do, too. But um, here's my big discussion. that When they stick sauerkraut on it, Mm -hmm. I, I I don't like it at all. I never have understood it. <coughs> really? And I can't stand it. Are you a sauerkraut fan? Well, sometimes. That's a slaw dog. Uh, well, no, it's a lot stronger than a slaw dog. But oh, yeah? Don't they, don't they make um, uh, the cabbage and then they, dr they squeeze it or something to make sauerkraut? I don't even know how they make it. But it's, it's got a different tang to it. Like slaw dogs, so I don't know. I like slaw on my barbecue. I like slaw on my hot dogs. That's okay. I like slaw I just as long as it's not sauerkraut. sauerkraut. Oh, God, yes. They're yeah, different. I didn't, know, yeah. I didn't know they were different. I thought it was the same thing. Just No. Trust <laughs> me. Hard. Very, very different. Did you hear Alexa talking to me in the background? I did. <laughs> Alexa, stop. She wants to be part of the show. She always is. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> 
It's so weird. She won't quit. Okay. I may have to unplug her here in a minute. All right, let's get to our questions of the day, Ed. You get to go right, first. Well, okay. All right. Here's my question of the day. Mountain lions in the Smokies in East Tennessee. What? Are there mountain lions in the Smokies in East Tennessee? Mountain lions. Mountain lions. I'm guessing there are. Cougars. Are there really? Yeah. Panthers. Pumas. Is this all the stuff you're, you're naming? All the stuff that's up in the mountains? Well, that's that's what everybody calls them. Oh, that, they, that's yeah. the same same name for all yeah. of them. Well, they're, they're, here's the deal: there are eight to ten reported sightings of mountain lions, mm -hmm. cougars, or pumas in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park each year. Mm -hmm. There are about eight to ten reports of mountain lion sightings a year. Some by tourists, some by veterinarians, and most of them by wildlife photographers. That's pretty cool, I think. So do you think it's something else they're just mistaking for that, or do you think they really are there? Well, I think they really are there. The last time there was a population of them here, of in Tennessee was in the 1900s. Mm -hmm. um, they haven't been in cougars in Tennessee since 1900s. However, it looks like they're coming back. They're moving back in the, in the Tennessee Is area. Isn't that more of a Colorado thing or something in the Yeah, it is. Far... And, and yeah, Colorado and California out in that area. But but you know, they move. They're they're they they just don't sit at home all the time. So, you know, at night they're traveling. So I can see how they're back in Tennessee. I mean, it's a nice place to be. Especially the Smoky Mountains. That's right. Not There's not a lot of people to bother you if they're a lot no. of deer. <laughs> exactly. A lot, of, a lot of deer you can eat, yeah. Yeah. What's your right. question of the day? Here's my question for you, Ed. What do you think is the best decade of people's lives? Oh, my. The best 10 years of people's lives. What do you think most people would say? We'll just start with you. What do you think it was for you uh, or is for you? Maybe, you know, maybe right now for all I know. Uh, I would say the best decade would be uh, early 60s, the 60s for me. Is that um, you going to give us a reason? Is it is it because of grandkids well, or what? No, I just had so darn much fun in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, not in your sixty-year-old, but in no, these sixties. No, no. The nineteen sixties was my well, best decade. Well, well, how old were you though? I was talking about the, well, the ten see, years of a, your life. I was a teenager, so it, it was great. The the girls were beautiful. Yeah. The, the music was loud. The Beatles were wild. You know, you could buy beer in stores being a teenager. It was fun. You know, you you got, uh, and I agree with you. I think it's probably your 20s um, because you are discovering something new every day. You're discovering how to survive on your own. You're discovering probably a new job, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, dating, and you're probably discovering, uh, you know, what you're going to do or where you're going to end up with. And, um, it's uh, getting out on your own and, and and trying to be your own person. So I, I think you're right. I agree with you. I think it's well, that time. Because, you know, every day was a, an adventure. Of course, you never had two nickels to rub together. No, that's true. It didn't make you know? any difference, though. <laughs> no, no, it really true. didn't. All right. Let's uh, All right. tell everybody what our topic for today is, and you've got a sponsor. All right. Where are housing prices going? Are they going up or are they going down? And we'll get into that. Bob knows a lot about that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bob is an expert on housing prices. Uh, I don't know about All right. that. My sponsor is the Woggle family. They entered the dairy business back in 1931 
with a herd of four cows and a 600 acre farm selling raw milk in 10 gallon cans. Can you believe that? Four cows, that's your herd? Four, four <laughs> cows and, six, and they had 600 acres to roam on and they sold raw milk, which was illegal, in 10 gallon cans. Wow. So, but they began uh, bottling pasteurized milk in 1935 and the company soon built a home delivery service. So. But in 1938, the management of the operation completely passed on to Land B. and William W. Weigel, both men who graduated from the University of Tennessee. Then they got into ice cream, cottage cheese, and then gasoline. So, mm, yeah, baby. And, and now there are, let's see, how many are there? Let's see, there's 68 locations that I'm aware of in East Tennessee. And they're getting ready to move to Nashville wow. and to... Um, and into Chattanooga, Nashville, and, and parts west. So they're going big time. Great company, great people. Yeah, they are. Locally owned. Mm -hmm. All right, our uh, question, uh, I mean, not the question of the day, but the um, topic for the day. Where are these houses prizes going? Because they're going nowhere but up right now, but is it going to be like 08 and 09 and the bottom's going to fall out and people are going to walk away from their homes and go broke and and uh, things like that. So Ed and I have looked at this somewhat, and uh, I know Ed's got an opinion. I've got an opinion. And, um, you know, it it's not just the pandemic that has caused housing prices to go up. But when you make everybody go home and be home all day, they start wanting their homes to be nicer. and then all of a sudden, Or they want something different. They say, you know, I don't want to live in the city, all right? I, I want to get a home where I can be more comfortable if I'm going to be here all day long, or I want one that's got this, that, or the other. And I think um, that really spurned a, a lot of this, don't you? Or what's your take on it? Well, I think I think that I think what happened was the, the best thing you can have in this country is a, is a house, of course, a home. Mm -hmm. Own your own home is, is was always my goal because it was like a you're successful if you own your own home. And Bob owns thirty of them, so. No. He's very successful. God. But anyway, you, you can, you know, you can, you, it, it is a great moment when you own your own home and you, yeah. you know, and it feels good about it. But a lot of people who've been, have been pushed out of the market because they started out and they want to get a better living home. And, but the prices have just boomed up and people are paying well above the market price for a house. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen when that house, if it, it happens, but. You know, the, the, the housing price index is about 40% above its 2012 low point, 4% above the peak reached in 2006. And 2006 was a historic bubble. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know that there's going to be a bubble. Uh, I think as long as the stock market's good, the economy's good, we can make it through it. But if something changes, that'll be it. Well, I think that... Um what is it? Here it says last year there was a 12% gain in the construction of single family homes. But with the pandemic and production going down, and we got, we used to get, the United States gets a lot of wood from Canada, and we're not, you can't even go to Canada still right now, Ed. And no. you don't have the kind of back and forth uh, with wood being available. And wood's what skyrocketed four times what it used to cost. So, what well, I'm, I'm driving at is that new construction isn't happening 
as easily as it did before because it's so expensive to buy wood. So your, your homes that are already built, people are fixing them up and selling them. And if you're looking for a home, you're, you may not be able to afford to build a new one, but you might be able, uh, you know, you can find one that you like to buy. Now, as you just said, you may buy over the, over, over the asking price, but it's supply and demand. It's capitalism at its greatest. Well, and I, I think the, the one of the things that we're seeing, too, is the, the increase in apartments and condominiums, especially apartments. I mean, they're just coming up everywhere, huge yeah. buildings of, of apartments in all parts of town. And I think that's one of the reasons that people are wanting something different and something better. And I think I was thinking the other day that, you know, when Warren Buffett bought Clayton Homes, yeah. I thought, what the hell you want with a mobile home company? And I think I know now. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's been incredible. you know, there's there's some there's something for everyone, and Clayton Homes might be that lower end mobile home that that <clears throat> people can get a new home in. You know? Yeah, I mean, manufactured housing ain't what yeah. it was 30, 40 years ago by any no. means. No, it doesn't even no. rec It's not even similar. And, and also, just talking about people saying, is there going to be a drop in the market and, and it's going to be an 08 or 09? you got to remember, the 08 or 09, you could go in and tell your lender <clears throat> how much you made, and they'd say, okay. I mean, you, you could not have a job and go right. in there and tell them you made $100,000 a year, and they would say, okay. And then okay. you'd get a loan, you know. Yeah. Now, and I will say this from experience, because I just bought a home, Ed, yeah. I actually asked them, I said, do you all think that maybe I'm a spy from Russia or something? Because I've never been asked so many questions and have to prove so much in my life. Yeah. I just, it was, it was. And they said, no, we, these things, they ask these questions to everybody. There's just mm -hmm. no different from anybody else. Because I, I was stunned by how mm -hmm. difficult, well, I mean, you have to prove everything. I mean, you have to approve. I had to go down to the bank and say, approve everything I did in the past week and get it printed mm -hmm. and the teller sign it. it mm -hmm. It's not like it was in 08 or 09 when yeah. you, you pay a half a percent more and you use what they called then stated income, which could be whatever the heck you want it to be. And all you paid was a half a percent more instead of proving it. So that part, uh, we don't have that anymore. And I think there won't be a big drop because the people that are getting loans for these houses have had to prove they can really afford to have this house. Right. It's I don't stunning. think we're going to see a crash in the market either. I think there'll be some cooling off. Sure. Uh, the un unsustainable growth rates that we saw in the twenty in this year, but I don't think there's going to be a crash. I we, hope not. Anyway. No, and don't you think these millennials uh, they are in their you know uh, upper twenties, uh, young thirties? There's a lot of them, and um, they are making more money than you and I made when we were. 28, 29, 30. And they are getting into home ownership or like you said, condos, things mm -hmm. like that. And um, I think there's more, the younger people are, maybe can afford a home more than before. 
Um, so, and uh, here's another statement. It said that uh, Freddie Mac says in the United States right now, there's 4 million uh, homes short of being able to meet the demand of home buyers. 4 million homes short of what the market wants. That'll raise prices, won't it? Oh, my God. No question about it. So, mm -hmm. so you're so I, I agree with you, Ed. I don't think there's going to be, there will be a cooling off. There will not be yeah. some big drop, and everybody's walking away from their homes. And oh my God, the sky is falling. I don't I don't see it happening. I think nationally, if if I'm if I'm right, I think uh, about five point five percent of the houses are overvalued. Um, but that's and that's okay, you know. Well, that's not a very big number, 5.5, no, if you no. think about it, because, uh, um, you know, the, if you if you offer too much on a house and and you, they say, okay, you got it, well, then you have the appraisal, and if it doesn't appraise for what you offer on it, there's going to be some new negotiations going on, because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to find some more cash coming from yeah, your bank. That's, that's uh, right. You can't go borrow more money. You, you can only, uh, so you're only going to be able to buy what you, uh, they say you can afford and what the house is worth. Right. So, unless you're all cash or something. All right, to edit, tell everybody uh, what's coming up, then let's see, I've got a all sponsor. Right. Yeah, we're going to get into the mailbox here. We've got some... Uh, out of the country well not really out of the country but out of the state mail to get into we've got complaints to get to and your sponsor today is it is ben lucky it's been one of my sponsors the last couple of shows crazy kind of thing i don't know if ed's been down there yet he's got to get down there if your wife's out of town you can get in the car and drive down there um here's the way ben, here's the way ben lucky works you know when you when you return things to amazon or home depot or lowe's so those things don't necessarily go back out for sale. They go into these huge lots and are wholesaled out and sent to somebody like a Ben Lucky. And what Ben Lucky does, on Wednesday and Thursday, they buy those big lots and are delivered to their store there on Middlebrook Pike, across the street from that big KUB substation. And then they open up on Friday and every single thing, no matter how much it originally costs, is only $7. And then on Saturday, what's left is $5. On Sunday, what's left is 3 Monday is a dollar. And if there's anything left on Tuesday, it's only 50 cents. I've been in there and bought things that I could have gone down to Lowe's or Home Depot and bought for $30. Or I could find it in Ben Lucky's Great Big Bins and get it for, I got it for 5 bucks. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's a crazy concept. And I think people are really enjoying it. And I know a lot of people that have their own eBay stores always go there every week to find the bargains then put up on eBay and sell. So it's been lucky, B-I-N lucky, and it's there on Middlebrook Pike. So what is the best day to go? You know, I've never been on the first day, but I have been on Saturday because I get nervous that, <laughs> you know, I mean, if I, go, if I can find, I've never found anything that in there that wasn't worth $5. All right. It's all, everything's worth more than $5. So if I go in there on Saturday, I end up always coming out with something going, my God, if I, I can get that Home Depot right now for $22. I'm paying five for it. Let's get out of here before they catch on. So right. anyway, go to bed lucky. All right, Ed, open up the mailbox. Okay, buddy, here we go. 
This is from Gavin from Puerto Rico. Ooh. Will we ever get statehood in Puerto Rico? How long have they been talking about that? Well, a long time. You know, it's a territory of the United States, and I think they should get statehood because that'll <clears> fix that <throat> island and make us happy. We can go there instead of going someplace else. <laughs> well, you know, I've always heard that they get more money as being a territory than they would as being a state. I don't really? know if that's true or not. I mean, I got yeah. nothing to base that on. I don't know on. why they won't stay there. I don't know. It, you know. Well, you, you know the Democrats want Puerto Rico to be a state because it would be all Democratic. And you'd that's have true. two more Democrats going into the Senate and you'd have, well, at least one going into the House of Representatives. So this is something that a lot of people think that Biden and uh, Pelosi and other people will try to make happen just to try to strengthen the Democratic Party. Yeah. Well, that's entirely possible, but I'll tell you what, I think making Puerto Rico a state will put a burden on on fixing it up because it's in sad shape. The yeah. country's just in sad shape. So. Well, they, they got I, hit by a lot of storms, didn't they? Yeah, and things like I that. I think it, we might just be better off to leave it like it is. There's probably mm -hmm. more Puerto Ricans in New York in Port than in Puerto Rico anyway. Oh, I guarantee you there are. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I, I, I don't think it's, I, my gut feeling is it'll never yeah. happen or won't happen in soon. What about you? Yeah, I think so. I agree. Okay. All right. Hope from Norfolk, Virginia says, do you think <clears> that the Democrats in control that the military will be weakened? Do you think a bear sleeps in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a feeling Ed has an opinion on this. Oh, I do. Yeah. So what's well, your feeling? Well, you know, that five-star general of the Army came out and said that he was all for the all this stuff that's going on. And I thought, that man, you're out of your head. You need to stick with the military. I think, I think they just get, I don't know, their minds just go the wrong way. But, um, yes, I do think it will, And uh, as we've already seen. By the way, uh, there was a woman who passed the big test of... The only woman that's ever made it in the, what is it, where they swim, you know, and do all that. Oh, a SEAL? Navy SEAL? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was yeah. uh, Bruce Willis's ex-wife, uh, <laughs> Demi Moore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so um, I, I just, I hope not. I mean, do you, do you negotiate better when you have a powerful military or is that what some Democrats would say being, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to rule the world uh, by force? Well, I think things are pretty much even between China, Russia and the United States right now. So it, it depends on which book you read, whether or not the Chinese can sink our subs or we can sink theirs. And it, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty even. And, and now we're getting into space and, you know, these these um, entrepreneurs are going to space and they're going to be taking people up there. So, I, you know, I think it's pretty much even right now all the way across the board. I think the big thing is is what we've seen lately is this this spy stuff. And, and, and uh, you know, when you when you get in and infiltrate somebody's website and their figures and they mess things up that way. I think that's where the next war is going to be. Okay, I got two questions for you. 
you're you're a, you're a veteran. Um, yeah. Are you for uh, us pulling out of Afghanistan like Biden did? Yes. Okay. Uh, were you for us getting out of Vietnam? Yes. Were, would you have been for getting out of both of those sooner? Yes. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I think, well, they remember, were both, well, they're both political wars. I mean, it, it, yeah. you know, Vietnam was a waste. It was just an absolute waste of lives and money and resources. And, and 35,000 Americans. I remember staying at the airport in Tacoma, Washington. I flipped a quarter. Heads, I was going to Vietnam. Tails, I was deserving. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually do that. I just thought about it. But anyway, it was. Uh, I did not desert. But it. Uh, you know, it, it, it's in Afghanistan. That's that's the longest war we've had. I mean, we've got more military bases in Afghanistan than we do in southern United States. So it. Well, you know. Well, then let, let me look at. Let's let me say this. You and I are. We were at the age where, you know, Vietnam, we could have gone, and you did go. But, but we were told that if we don't succeed in Vietnam, that it would fall, and every country in that region would fall and become communist countries. And that never happened. No. But you and I were sold that forever to where I believed it. Yeah. I believed that it was going to happen. Well, here on the other side of this coin... With 9-11, we found that we don't like them fighting on our soil. So do, is it better to fight on their soil or have a 9-11 uh, you know, here in our own country? Well, I don't think the fighting that we're going to do will include bombs and guns and things like that. I think the fighting between countries or enemies is going to be on the Internet. And, and uh, it's going to be in such a way that, that uh, people can wipe out businesses, wipe out banking accounts, steal money. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, that's right now where it's going. And, that, and that's a shame because we, we're not ready. <laughs> I'm telling so, you, we're not ready. So burying that money in my backyard is looking good? Yeah. It might look real good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bobby Zed. He's going to um, have a complaint right now because we love to complain. Let's there you go first. Well, I'm, you know, I've been getting out a little bit, and I go to the grocery stores because I can push a, a cart while I'm in a grocery store. Well, I've noticed yeah. that grocery store aisles are getting smaller, and and but still there are people who bring their entire family to the grocery store with them. And if you've ever tried, it's like going through, it's like going through the crowd at a UT football game. You have, you know, and these grocery carts are bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, they're, they're huge. huge. They're, they're huge. huge. You know, God. two carts can hardly pass. And then you've got four kids, three uncles, and they're all speaking some language. But they, I mean, it, it, it's just, a, ugh, you just want to scream. And it, I, you, I, I think the carts are bigger to encourage you to put more in it because it doesn't look very full. I think it's a psychological thing. Probably is. I really do. Yeah. Unless you but get one of those little bitty ones, you know. I hate that. I want to find it. I asked the, uh, a store attendant one time, I said, what time's the best time to come when you don't have all these people in here? Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, well, uh, you know. 2 a.m.? So yeah. We're <laughs> open. But it, it's, it's just, it's, it is. You know, you can see them sit in the parking lot, watch everybody pile out of the cars. And, 
Uh, and it doesn't matter which store you go to. You can go to the final store in Knoxville, and it's the same thing. So, I think some anyway, people turn it into an event. I think well, it's an I, event I going think, to the store. I think the grocery store should do like what the medical industry is doing, and that is when you go to the doctor, they ask you not to bring more than one person with you. So if you're going to the grocery store, don't bring more than one person with you. <laughs> I like it. Family. I love it. All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. <clears throat> Uh, I, I, and I, I wonder where you're going to get past this, but you stop to get gas. Let's say you're going to Nashville or you're going to Chattanooga or whatever. You're going to stop and get some gas and you go in and, you know, uh, and you say, well, I'm going to hit the, the men's room here before we leave. And you go in there and there's no paper towels. It's nasty. It looks, you know, uh, the, the door, you got to pull it to get out instead of just having where you can walk in and out or, and, um, and it's in the, the stalls are just nasty, and there's pee still in the the, the urinals, and you're just, I, I just, there, if I owned a gas station, what I'm telling you is I think I would, never, right just below the gas prices, I would say I have the cleanest restrooms <laughs> in the state of Tennessee. They're sparkling clean, and I guarantee you, Women would say to their husbands, "Go in there. We're going. We're no, yeah. no, 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 no. I don't care if the gas is ten cents more. Pull in there. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I, they used to do that. You know that. Yeah. Clean I don't know what. The, I don't know what happened. Something went wrong. There was. I went. I was in a gas station the other day, and I yeah. promise you, I had. I wish I had rubber boots on because I had to wade through something oh. to get up to the urinal. Oh. And, and you know what your shoes are like on the bottom. Oh God. Oh. And then you're going to walk in your house at home. No, you're going to spray something on your feet, but you're or, right. You yeah. know when you have to lean all the way over to try to yeah. pee? <laughs> <laughs> and you got a Just, bad hip? Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, fall, God, please don't let me fall in there. Don't let me fall in this, whatever this liquid is on the floor. All right. Yeah. Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to the show. Well, you could, it's available at edandbob.com. That's a great place to go to check it out. And you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Just search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, in your Alexa, boy, now watch, she's going to answer you in a minute. In your Alexa oh, no. skill settings, enable TuneIn, and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear? And you say this, the Ed and Bob Show. Uh, that's why I've got you saying those lines, because my, my you-know-what keeps wanting to be on the show. Hey, if you yeah. want to comment, go to edandbob.com, the comment section. Email us. We love it. edandbob at yahoo.com. And if you want to follow us, we're on Twitter, edandbobknox, K-N-O-X. Uh, Ed's fancy and just got Ed Brantley. Um, mine is Bob Thomas Knox, K-N-O-X. And we're on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, put in Ed and Bob, and we're there. All right, that's it for this show. We, um, what do we need to do? You got anything you want to correct well, you him? Got, to apologize? No, I want, I want, no, let's do your personal shout-out. You had him on the air with you on NOX this past week. I you? did. I had my buddy George Vavilitis on the air with me uh, when I sat in for Phil Williams the other day, and it was really interesting. You know, George Vavilitis, we worked um, with him at WIVK for years, and he went on and got in the restaurant business. And... Um, he really is very knowledgeable on radio because he has, what's it called, Ed? Uh, uh, K-Town Radio? Yeah, K-Town Radio. Yeah. And, uh, but you go to uh, talkgeorge.com, mm -hmm. and uh, he knows, I mean, he's got old air checks. He keeps in touch with all the old radio announcers. 
I mean, he knows everything that's going on. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And we both learned how to spell his name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure of mine, but you <laughs> All right, I got a business shout out. Okay. Uh, Pioneer Heat and Air. That's Gordy Noe over there and one of the greatest guys and he's big uh he started a thing called ride and decide you can go to rideanddecide.com and it gives kids in uh, high school if they have good grades they can ride along with the tradesmen in the air conditioning or construction or it could be various different trades jobs and uh, they decide if they want to do that instead of spending money going four years to college they may want to Go to um, you know community college for free and then work immediately in a trade and start making money. So anyway, he he's decided that and he has Pioneer Heat and Air and they do a great job. Ed, what's our next show about? Well, the next show is uh, paying jobs that don't require a college degree. Oh, like we were just talking. So that's about. right in line there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's I'm looking forward to that, Bob. That'll be a good show. So I hope you'll join us then. Anything else, Ed? Nope. Just say goodbye. All right. Goodbye, Ed. Bye, Bob. <laughs> How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard Like the sailor said, folk, ain't that a Just like the fellas said. <laughs>